From all corners of the globe to your ears, it's the Midnight Movie Cowboys. Sometimes informative, sometimes controversial, but always unpredictable. It's the Midnight Movie Cowboys podcast with your hosts, Hunter, John, and Stu. And now, on with the show. Hello everybody, welcome to the Midnight Movie Cowboys for this week. Been a while, been a few weeks since uh, the last one, which was Monsters Week 4. Uh, took a bit of a break, things happen, etc. Life. As it is. Finally, we don't talk about the monsters anymore. Yeah, or the, that guy and his wife. So, um, anyway, uh, you've got myself, Stuart, here in Melbourne. Melbourne on the verge of a very, very contentious election in a month, and um, it's getting very ugly here. A uh, certain Premier is on the nose. So, uh, down in Dallas, Texas, over that way, is Mr. Hunter Doozy. What's up, brother? Hey, man. And uh, over that way is Mr. Garrow Negosian over in the uh, DeSantis land. Yes. Yeah. The home of the free. <laughs> you know what? You got any property around there going for sale? Because we may be heading that way soon, I think. Yeah, everything's good. everything is like way up, way up. Don't like care. The property, property values are super high here. Don't now. care. And it used to be super cheap like years, a couple of years ago. But yeah, but yeah they're st- they're key, they keep building new houses and new communities and stuff uh, just constantly. So there's always uh, houses to buy. Right on. Well, uh, yeah, you may see us there in about uh, January next year if it all goes uh-huh. to shit here. <laughs> Anyway, um, uh, no, John. <laughs> John literally weaseled out of this episode. I didn't think there was any way he would. No. Do no. this. No. He he made it pretty clear. I don't want to watch it. Then when we kept asking, he just dis- he was reading messages. You know, you guys you see Messenger. You see a little icon. They've read it. He was just he was laying low. I, you so. know, we can get him to watch the latest Rob Zombie movie, but the latest Kevin Smith movie is a bridge too far. That's a big. We ask got. For we did get him to watch Mallrats, but he'd already seen that. So, mm-hmm. Mallrats, I think even if you yeah. don't like Kevin, is perfectly watchable. You know. Yeah. yeah. And like, like, and and I think he 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 he's okay with like early Kevin Smith. He just doesn't like Kevin Smith now. Or in the last like ten years, right? Yeah, Vegan I think maybe Smith. even the last like twenty years, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think I, I know he enjoyed uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, so I think that's the that's kind of the where he like gets off. Did you see yeah. that one with him, Garrow, back in the day? With no, we didn't see that together. Okay, yeah, all right. We saw Mallrats together, but not Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. All right. Yeah, um, maybe cop out was the one that just said he tapped out. He said that was it for him. Well, yeah, I think cop out was he did not like cop out. No one liked cop out. So, so so what movie are we talking about? Still, we are talking about the new Kevin Smith film Clerks Three, which honestly I didn't, I would never have thought would have had a three at the end of the title because uh, two. <sighs> Two was not good. It I rewatched two, 
in preparation for this. And I'm going to tell you, I like two. I do. I they, it's it's actually got like some big laughs in it. It's not perfect. In fact, you can start seeing the problems from for three, like a little bit in part two, but there are laughs in part two. Like there, I had a huge laugh two minutes into into Clerks two, mm-hmm. like a huge laugh, and I got more of them throughout the movie. Um, and uh, because I think Clerks two remembered it was a comedy, you know, so um, we'll I. Yeah, and I don't, and don't, I'm not saying Clerks Two is like a fucking classic. I'm not. It's not as good as the first one, but I think it's a decent Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. All right. Do we want to do our thing first, Stu, before we get into it? Yeah, we'll whip out our junk. Um, I'll ask my question later. Uh, I was going to do it now, but we'll do it later. So, who would like to go first, Hunter? I'll go ahead and go. So I got a couple of double features here. Um, one is the Arrow release of Johnny Toes. We're running out of time. One and two. I've um, seen those, but they didn't really leave an impression on me. Toe is kind of like that. I just, you know, uh, I tend to just grab whatever of his that comes out, and mm-hmm. if it works, great. If not, okay. better than Drug War. I'll tell you that much. Uh, better than drug war yeah <laughs> not not drug war um no drug war is good what was, I was the gonna one say drug reviewed? war three three it's better than three, three. That was, was the one we reviewed. Crap. yeah yeah three was drug awful. war was actually good drug war yeah was i was good. gonna say drug war yeah. has a good reputation that's in my to yeah. watch pile yeah drug war um, is really good but the 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 covers look similar so mm-hmm. but yeah three like i was, I was astonished at how bad that film was um but, uh, you know, he, like I recently watched Throwdown and I really enjoyed that. I actually um, never saw that one. Oh, it's it's good. Um, and another double feature, Dr. Fibes. Abominable Dr. Fibes, Dr. Fibes Rises Again. I was like, do I want to get these again on Blu-ray? Yes, I do. So. Oh, you've got them already. I, I had like the MGM Midnight DVD. You know? Oh, okay. You didn't have the you Big know. Arrow box set that came out in England? No, we didn't get that. Here. Oh, I got that. Oh, I got straight away. I had to. Yeah, I bet. Mm, oh, um, yeah. And the last thing, the Criterion 4K of Lost Highway, David Lynch. Oh, okay. Not, I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fan it's of that not, one. Yeah. It's David Lynch, so you gotta. gotta no. have it. It's one that I like things about, but it's not my favorite. But I like when I. When I found out that it was basically about O.J. Simpson, I was I oh. thought that made the movie make sense. <laughs> like I get the criterion uh, for Mulholland Drive because I fucking love Mulholland Drive. Mulholland that's Drive's probably great. my yeah. that's probably my favorite Lynch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> it for me. All right, Garrow. Okay, I got um, nobody on 4K because I got it for like ten bucks on Amazon because I actually enjoyed this more than. Um, hunter and uh john did and man. i'm gonna give it another shot i when i watched it i just i i started it and i did not vibe with it at all like mm-hmm. at all but i'm gonna try it again because everybody said such great things about it i'm gonna try it again just you know uh, yeah. so. i enjoyed it and i thought i thought this was a better movie than the first John Wick movie. So I feel it has a better jumping off point for sequels. Uh, mm. So, and I heard they're working on a sequel. So hopefully it's like John Wick 2, which was better than John Wick 1. I got yeah. uh, this 
for a dollar twenty-five. It's called Arizona, starring Danny McBride, co-writer of Halloween Ends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've seen this, and it's okay. I was like, a oh, buck twenty-five. I like Danny Get McBride. It. I'll watch anything with him. Yeah. Um, I got this for four dollars at Big Lots. Beat Takeshi's oh, yeah. uh, Outrage, um, which I enjoyed. I enjoyed uh, when I watched it. I still got to watch Beyond Outrage and Outrage Coda. But uh, yeah, this for four bucks. I love Katano. I, I don't think John's a Katano fan. I think John hates he, him. He no, John likes. Um, he he's just sick of his Yakuza films and didn't like Zatoichi at all. Uh, but if yeah. you ask him about like, because I, I think he liked Hanabi. Um, I know he really liked Kijuru. Um, so yeah, he he's, he's like hot or cold on uh, okay. Patrick Katano. And then I got this for two dollars at Big Lots. Uh, Fury, Vietnam Vietnamese action film, uh, but I haven't watched it. I got mm-hmm. this for four dollars. Uh, Donnie Yen, Kung Fu Killer, um, and I haven't watched it yet. Got this for a dollar twenty-five. Uh, Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich. Oh, uh, I've seen that. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah, I still they haven't shot watched it in- yet. <laughs> Dude, it's it's. I couldn't believe how edgy it was. They shot it in uh-huh. my neck of the woods in Dallas, and uh, S. Craig Zoller wrote it. And it's it's. Uh, Garrow, you're gonna have a ball with it. I know you're. Uh-huh. There's <laughs> um, there's stuff in there that will appeal to you specifically. <laughs> cool. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you how we can guarantee or we'll know if Garrow likes it if we get a message. Hey, we should cover Puppet Master. The third <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't do that one. No, it, would, no, it would get out of control real I quick. Think so. and you'll see why. <laughs> uh, I picked this up for $3. Um, Korean film, The Villainous, but haven't watched it yet. Uh, picked this up at Dollar General for 4 bucks. Um, really, really, really like this movie. The Blu-ray of uh, Running Scared starring Paul Walker. Oh, yeah, that's um, a good movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. this one I really like. This one is a really good movie. Uh, got this for $2 at Big Lots. Uh, the Fighter with uh, Great movie, yeah. and yeah. they, uh, Christian Bale love this. Yeah, like this one a lot. It's a good Massachusetts movie too. Have you ever seen the real guy in the documentary called um, what's that? What's that drug area of Boston or Massachusetts? Um, what Lowell? Lowell. Lowell. Yeah. Yeah. Lowell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, boy. Uh, got this. Got this for seventy-five cents at Big Lots. The Warlords with uh, Jet Li, Andy Lau, uh, but I haven't watched it. Oh, I was gonna. Got, that looked like one of those kind of arty type of movies. Art, like kind of like uh, you know, uh, what's his name? The guy who directed Hero. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sort of a light version of those. Yeah, um, and then I got this for two dollars. Warriors of the Nation at Big Lots. It's a uh, Vincent Zhao re- playing. Um, uh, Wong Fei Hung again, and I watched it, and it's awful. It's not good. <laughs> it's a bore. It's a bore. The fight scenes aren't that great. Um, yeah, I got uh, this uh, Once Upon a Time in China Criterion box set. Featuring uh, you. Featuring me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have an extra on there. I'm actually on the I have special features for Once Upon a Time in China in America. Uh, I shot a special feature and am on it. So very That's proud so of this. Cool. And um, soon, to, soon to be removed when they find out. Yeah. <laughs> be a collector's piece shortly. Got this. It's a Blu-ray of the Hong Kong uh, movie Magnificent Scoundrels, starring mm. Stephen Chow, a really fun um, 90s comedy starring him. Um, 
Okay. And then I got another Hong Kong movie, Blu-ray. I got um, The Raid, produced by uh, Choi Hark. Kind of like an Indiana Jones type movie. It bombed in theaters, but it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, mm. And then, oh, what's that? You hear that? Uh-oh. Oh, Cyclone Award. That's the Kino alert. We're, we're getting into Kino, pure Kino now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so th- we got um, Orgasmo, got it for six bucks. <laughs> the best. Yep. <laughs> the now best. you're a man. Yep. And then finally, the last pure Kino, um, Basketball. Oh, yeah. That, I, I didn't like that one. I love that oh, I movie. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. All right. All well, right. I'll get on to it quick. I don't have a great deal. I've got uh, something that'll be absolutely irrelevant to you boys, but I picked it up for a buck at a thrift store while I was away with the family. Um, Biff's Bumps and Brawlers 1 and 2. That's the Australian football. It's just back when it used to be. Uh, a hard-ass game when people would actually knock each other out. Mm. I thought that was like bum fights or something, like yeah, Australian that's what bum I fights. No, 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 it's not that shit. No, it's only only in America could they dream something that stupid up. Um, got this book sent from Anthony. Uh, my indecision is final, and that is the rise and fall of Goldcrest Films, which. Hmm. Not too sure who Gold Chris Films are, but me neither. But it Nez did send to me. He did send me this though. Oh, what a champion! Look at this. Scarf, the Everton Football Club, the Mighty Toffees. Oh, not even out of its packaging yet. It's uh, <laughs> my favorite football team in England. Anyway, moving on the movies and stuff now. Picked this up for a buck fifty dollar. Dollar twenty, sorry, at JB Hi-Fi on Blu-ray. Picked up one for my son as well. Leaving Las Vegas. Oh, there's an uplifting film. Yeah. Well, he wanted it anyway, but they had two copies of it. I'll get myself one. Yeah. Um. All right. Oh, picked this up for a buck of thrift store. Uh, Man about the house, the feature film from 1973, I think it is. Um, which ended up being spun off in the US as Three's Company. Oh, yeah. That's so this is the, the original one, Man About mm-hmm. the House. That's that. Um, oh, Hunter, you'll like this one. Maybe Garrow as well. Had to get this off eBay because it's hard to find now. Weird Al, the ultimate video Heck, collection. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. That movie, the movie comes out soon. Which yeah. one? The Weird There's Al a... biopic. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah Daniel Potter's playing. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. It, it it looks good. It looks good. It it looks like it could be good. Anyway, I didn't know. Um, also out by Shout Factory, which is in my cart, they've got uh, the Complete L. Did you guys know that one? The VHS from the mid eighties. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I want that on the shelf as well. The only problem with this one. Is all the songs all over the place? They're not in order. No, they're not chronological. It starts with Fat, then Amish Paradise, then Smells Like Nirvana. But 
you're really getting to halfway down before you get to the early ones like like a, like a surgeon eat it dare to be stupid and all that so they had it done a chronological from the start the first ones you know all the way down to the end but they didn't um all right here's a bunch i've been on a kick of this band lately and i just oh actually no picked up this one's for john i had it on vinyl bought it on vinyl finally got it on a cd because it's getting out of print because it's japanese and you only play it in your car yes you can andrea true connections more 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 album <laughs> um yeah fucking masterpiece i love it all right getting down to the nitty-gritty uh band i've been on a kick on have known them for years listened to them for years but got back into them found this for a buck two disc amazing journey the story of the who um never seen it but um always wanted to so that was there for a buck at the thrift store then i found this for a fiver this is a classic i want to wants to cover it one day the kids are all right by the who oh cool you ever seen it Mm-mm. oh man from 78 fantastic carrying on with that found that for a few bucks the who's video clips collection and i found that for a buck on cd but it needs a case i gotta buy some this week who's next um final one this is for john because i don't think you guys know who this is but got this for 16 bucks off amazon australian dollars from uk and uh catch us if you can on blu-ray the dave clark five movie oh okay dave clark. oh man haven't seen it yet and i think it'll be a mmc episode maybe when you're away hunter unless you want to do it um open to it it's yeah it's um mid 60s london swinging london with the dave clark five can't wait to see it and that is it for me all done all right all right let's get into clerks three now this stemmed from myself asking garrow in one of the episodes when we did the the monsters i said you saw clerks three and the monsters in the same day which one was better and you said we need to do an episode on clerks three which had my brain ticking that you were thinking clerks three was worse yeah, I think I think Clark's three is worse than the Munsters. In fact, Rob Zombie made a better Munsters movie than Kevin Smith made a Clark's movie. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, I can Yeah, I can see that in terms of the topic that you're dealing with and focusing on that, yeah. I will say this Clerks three Holy shit! One of the slowest starting movies I've seen in year in decades. I just sat there yeah. for the first forty five minutes, going, "This is awful. I can't believe it." I'll say, it's bad, but I think Jane Silent Bob reboot was worse. No, I think no, it was better. No, I think it was better too. Yeah, I think that really? at least had moments in it. it whereas did. this one, this one seemed to be shitting. Like it seems to it see it trying to act like it's celebrating clark but in a way it's shitting on it where well, i didn't and, get that from jay and silent bob reboot well my thing with jay and bob is i was like this movie wouldn't exist if kevin wasn't trying to pad his daughter's resume mm-hmm. and 
it was just full of so much like the scene with Affleck was so insulting where uh, he's just crawling on his belly to, you know, like Joey Lauren Adams and stuff in chasing Amy and kind of mm. doing a like almost an apology or something. It was really weird. Like I didn't understand why he would even agree to come on and say that stuff unless it was just to like patch things up with Kevin. But, um, but whereas this, uh, is really bad. Um, and I really, you know, Kevin has, he's in this part of his career where he's really rehashing everything. I mean, he started doing that with Jay and Bob, but it was really just referencing himself. Um, but this movie, doing like doing a film about making clerks, like Kevin, every time he Kevin. when he makes a movie, it's because something new happened to him, and it's like that's become a rare thing since he started making movies. Like, okay, he uh, had a kid, so he made Jersey Girl to show how much he loves being a parent. He, uh, what was it? Um, he, you know, had a heart attack. So he made this movie, you know, there's always just some experience he's trying to convey, but, uh, you know, I, I just wonder why there hasn't been a movie where Jay and Bob get thrown off a plane. <laughs> for being well, too the, uh, it's coming. The, the other thing is that this movie is just, it's Kevin Smith run out of ideas because he already made That's, this movie. It, it was yes. called Zach and Mary make a porno. You're, I was I was gonna say Which was that terrible. And then I got yeah. sidetracked. But yes, Zach and Mary make a porno was a um it's about making clerks. Yeah. You know, it's it's about what it was like to make a movie. And that movie was that was the movie where I was kinda like, okay, I don't think I like Kevin Smith anymore. Cause I saw it in the theater and I was mad when I came out <laughs> and it felt to me like Kevin, this was where I kind of went, Man, he sure is lazy. Because it felt to me like he just sort of sat back and kind of expected the Seth Rogen and them to just kind of and I remember him seeming kind of confused about that. That's also the last time he worked with Scott Mosier as producer, although Scott's in this movie. But they mm-hmm. like two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. But they haven't done a film together since. Well, he's a director now. He directed that um that last Grinch animated uh CGI animated movie that came out, the one that uh, had Benedict Cumberbatch as uh That's right, yeah. 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 So yeah, he's, he's doing better than Kevin Smith is now. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. his career, you know, Kevin he Kevin like makes movies specifically for directed at his podcast audience his, mm. his his built-in fan base he is not trying to evangelize at all and make new fans and it's kind of a dead-end street i don't think it's a good long-term strategy uh to be making movies for people who've seen all your like like clerks three like it's just a big hey remember this part in clerks hey you remember that part in clerks you liked this part in clerks right mm-hmm Clerks too. You remember Clerks too. You like that stuff, right? You know. Uh, you know. Um, you know. It's the best Clerks sequel. Which one do you think it is? Two or three? Two. It's definitely two. Yeah. No, the animated series. About... 
The animated, well, the animated series, series is awesome. It yeah, is. I love the it's the so forgotten, that, though. It's so forgotten. There's also, there's also the short film that he did with Dante and Randall, uh, The Flying Car. That's right. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yep. Oh, it's yeah. funny. It's actually funny. Yeah. It's funnier. It, it's funnier in five minutes than all of Clerks 3. But the prob- the problem know, is with Clerks 3 that they look so freaking old. These guys. Okay, everyone ages. I understand. You know, Stuart, you know, spring chicken. But the thing is, you've got a convenience store where basically nobody comes into at all. Yet you've got three guys on at the one time. If you're trying to yeah. make turn a profit in a place like that, but it's really just selling knickknacks, you know, everyday, you know, perishable items. You got three guys. We'll put one in the morning, one in the afternoon, one at night shift. If is if there is a night shift. But you got three in there just fucking talking about Star Wars, rehashing the same things, and you know, yeah, whoever gets an epiphany after a heart attack to say, "I'm going to make a movie about in here." You know, it's yeah. one of those things that you know, in the '90s made sense, but today it's weird. The only like modern thing is Jay and Bob running a weed business next door, mm. in which the only gag in the movie that I thought was memorable was Jay selling weed to that guy and acting super sketchy about it, and he's confused. <laughs> he, he was like, "That's the way we did it in the '90s. Come on, you know, like <laughs> just trying to throw back to selling weed back then." That was kind of fun. That's the only gag where I go that I recall from the, the film. Only... Where I was like, oh, I cracked a smile. I didn't like laugh out loud, but I went, mm. you know. The only things fun. that made me laugh was when they were actually rehashing old scenes from Clerks, which made me think, oh, why, don't I, why don't I just watch Clerks? It's yeah, going to be funnier it, anyway. It's it's basically him living off the former glory of Clerks. That's all it is. And it's like, I. but then he shits all over it. I mean, here, big spoiler alert. He fucking kills Dante at the end of the movie. I know. Yeah, is, Dante which dies. Is, which is so unearned and so fucking stupid. It's And it's just like, okay, Randall has a heart attack. And then fucking Dante has a heart attack. But Dante dies from it. And it's just like, and it's because you know what he's doing? You know how he likes to cry at movies? So he's making a movie that he can cry at at the end of it. And he's expecting like every, I, I, it came off so hollow to me. Mm. I was like, and I believe me. I should be the one. I fucking love the original Clark. Fucking love it. Yep. I should be, and I should be the person who should be crying at Clark. I'm like, nope, nope. This isn't affecting me at all because it's fucking stupid. Mm. It well, is and goddamn fucking stupid. In the scene where Dante is like dying and he watches the movie, yeah. Um, like you said, you start to see these scenes from Clerks, and I went. Boy, I like Clerks. Mm, yep. I don't like this movie, but I like Clerks. Yeah. And, you know, maybe I should go watch Clerks again. Clerks was, was irreverent, a... irreverent, and made out of desperation through no money. So they had to use. And, and, and he it... goes to this one, and there's that voiceover narration over the end credits where he goes, "Oh, you're seeing Clerks, so I always wanted to see it in color and stuff." I thought, mm-hmm. "Fuck off!" I mean, you made Clerks in black and white because you had no choice; it was cheaper. You had a well, second you know, one. Why didn't like, you do the second one like that? You didn't. You did no, fucking you, Porky's said, 2 the next day with it. You made nothing but a fucking anything but right. Clerks movie. He was just saying, hey, man, you know, that's how it was for me. It was in color, man. You know, it's just it's just Kevin's weed. You, uh, you know what would have been a really good coda on the end of this film? 
over the end credits would have been behind Randall the waking sh- up and being like, oh, it was all a dream. <laughs> no, 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 no. nothing like that. Behind the scene photos, some unused things you would have seen of clerks, <clears throat> excuse me, just anything to remind you back to how good that film was. Yes, this film did it anyway, because it made me want to go see it again, even though I've not done it yet because of time constraints, but just behind the scenes photos and just opening up that clerk's world that he has access to and the people who were there. But he didn't do that. And he dedicated the film to um, the girl who played Caitlin, Lisa Spoonauer, in yeah. little tiny writing at the end. Come on, man. Couldn't you put her name at the very end with a photo of her? Nothing. So, I, I don't know. He, man, dropped the ball. It's such a common, overused term, but... Boy, he dropped the ball in this one. It could have been so much. It could have been so much better. Um, and I'm going to say it again, like I did with Jane Silent Bob reboot. Those teeth on Jason Mewes just kill me. I can't take it. That yeah, I've he, never seen a facial shape change so much from. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> no, it's almost depressing to see Jay and Bob because <laughs> Jay. I mean, I'm glad. Muse is alive and sober. Mm. That's great. Of course. But you know, you just see so much wear on him that it's almost not fu- he's not funny anymore because it's it's so sad. And Silent Bob is like skinny vegan Kevin Smith now. You know, like I mean, he's he lost looks like, a lot he, of the He looks very underweight to the point yeah. where he looks he does look sick at time and if you've ever seen videos of vegans feed a mistake oh yeah to feed a mistake as as long as that daughter's around it's not happening it's not Um, that's not happening as long as he runs his life uh, shifting gears a little bit what what's up with kevin's kevin has an obsession with king diamond that has i don't know if it's ever been talked about well it harkens back to part two where he used the song um welcome home yeah, but, from the you best know, King Diamond Elias, album. Elias, who, boy, by the way, that guy—he's such guy. an eyesore in this film. He was—he yeah. he was a terrible character in part two, mm. and yes. he's an even worse character in part three. Oh yeah, I mean, like him going from being a cringe Christian to a like a cringe Satanist, like having a cringe Satanism. That's kind of that's a funny idea, but it just doesn't land. But he's dressed like King Diamond for most of the movie. I'm just going, what's up with, what's up? Like Kevin must really like King Diamond. I don't if, know. Like if Kevin I know Smith... someone else who dressed up like King Diamond. <laughs> 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 um, but and also, uh, Kevin's obsession with cucking is back in this movie. Oh, hardcore! His <laughs> wife cucks him from the grave. For with mostly black guys, it's only it's, like, it's only one white guy, Carl Sagan. The rest are all black guys. She's talking about all the sex she's having in in and uh, heaven, in the afterlife. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he he loves cucking. You know, it's in every movie. Like, mm-hmm. there's something about cucking in all of his films, and it's disturbing how because it's it feels like a fixation. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Do you? We all know that Kevin's wife has made him watch gay porn while they have sex. We talked about this on a previous episode. Did yes. we? I, yes. Okay. Yeah. We I think we talked about it on the Mallrats episode. Is that true? Or is it just Garrow making shit up to be funny? 
No, I'm not making no. it up. He talked about it. He actually talked about it on one of his fucking podcasts. I listened to his like podcast. 10 years ago. I remember I like back when before Zach and Mary came out, I started listening to his podcast and I eventually stopped just because I was sick of hearing about how gross and weird his sex life is. <laughs> you know, just was like, I can't do this anymore. Are we talking female lesbian or are we talking about male gay? No, we're talking dudes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, hey, if that, if that's your thing, <laughs> you know, up to you. But my question to you guys is do you think that Kevin's wife? Has fucked another guy in front of him. Oh, he, uh, in front I, of him, I don't know. Behind his back, oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. I can't. I can't imagine. I, th this is coming from somewhere, Garrow. Mm -hmm. It's coming from somewhere. So there's something like this is. He's telling on himself at this point. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like it's just, it comes up far too often in these movies for it to be coincidence. Yeah, um, it, it's. It's and and it was you could kind of see like I think it first started rearing its head like his weird kind of view on sexuality was like chasing Amy like chasing Amy oh. was where it first where That's basically where yeah the whole scene between him and Ben Affleck and and uh, uh, Joey Lauren Adams and Jason Lee where he's like oh since you're gay I'll have sex with Jason Lee. And it's we'll like, have a threesome thing, yeah. I don't, I don't understand how that solves anything. I don't know where your brain has to go to where that's where you end up. And that was like his first cry for help. With yeah, that. That, no, that movie, no, it really was. Like, I'm not even joking. Like that movie, that movie is totally Kevin working out his. That movie is. It, I just remember the writing. On my letterboxd review that this is a really embarrassing way to publicly work out your sexual problems mm -hmm. um because this is clearly about some issue he had with joey lauren adams while they were dating mm. oh no 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 suppose no supposedly this is even before joey lauren adams he fell in love with one of the female directors of that lesbian movie go fish yes and and that's where the movie came out from you know i didn't know that wow yeah yeah i i heard that as well it was um rose latrosher or, or Tro rose troche or something her name was i can't remember i saw one film that she was in and it was it was odd mm -hmm. it was all about femdom and it was just it was strange but wow, yeah i did not know this yeah so it oh, was she's, our... she's friends with Guinevere Turner. Okay. And that's it. Yeah. Guinevere, Guinevere Turner. Turner. That's the yeah, one. Guinevere Turner. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, because I knew that Kevin and Gwen Turner were friends. I didn't know that he fell in love with her. Yeah. But she's gay. Yes. Yeah. She's a homo. Oh! <laughs> he wrote, she wrote the script for American Psycho. Really? Yeah. What's some of the films that Guinevere Turner's been in or made it'll spark my memory the one i saw she uh it would have been oh she, she was in oh she was in chasing amy yeah and she was in dogma but uh yeah she wrote american psycho um oh she wrote blood rain for uva ball <laughs> oh boy <laughs> <laughs> 
she wrote Notorious Betty Page, uh, which was another Mary Heron film, the girl mm-hmm. who did American Psycho. Um, yeah. I haven't heard of any of these other movies. Yeah, it was one that was a low budget one. Doesn't matter. I'll, I'll look it up later if I even remember about it. But one thing I'll say about Clerks 3. I think Clerks 1, we can all agree, the soundtrack in that film, pretty hot. It was good. Clerks 2, not so bad, not so good. This one was just downright awful. There was yeah, this nothing one... memorable. If he's got access to King Diamond's name and, and likeness, he's obviously consulted with King Diamond. He could have said, look, can I use another song? Can I use Halloween or an old Merciful Fate song maybe? No, he uses the the instrumental beast theme, uh, them. He used, uh, but this has like My Chemical Romance. It's it's very much like, it's a different, it's almost like he's aiming for a different crowd. Because you would mm. think if you're doing a throwback, you'd want 90s grunge, you know, like, because there's some deep cuts in that Clerks soundtrack. Yeah. You know, like and that Soul one Asylum thing, video is awesome that they did. And they even referenced Soul Asylum in the, in the film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But... Who's the one glaring character out of Clerks that you could have done for the film that they were shooting? Where was Olaf? He wasn't there. He was one of the oh, funniest yeah. guys in Clerks. No, Olaf. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was one of the most memorable things in that movie was Berserker, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And they didn't do I the whole I eat cock. I the Berserker t-shirt that Jay wears and Jay and Silent Bob strike back. Yeah, I had that where was the I eat cock speech bubble on pasted on the door? That was one of the funniest things. <laughs> not not on there. Oh, he, yeah, he took all the more dramatic, unfunny moments and showed that as a film they were shooting. Well, if I was watching the scenes of what they were shooting, I would have said, "I'm not interested. I don't want to see what the- Dante lying down explaining about his." Fucking or Randall explaining about all the problems you should shit or get off the pot. That doesn't interest me. All the funny stuff does. Well, here's the thing you gotta understand. Clerks three isn't a comedy. That's which is true. The, which is the first in uh first indiscretion there, or the first uh, you know oh, I forgot the word I'm using looking for, well, but it's it's a movie that's him it's Kevin wistfully looking back. It's a nostalgia piece. That doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. What's, what's the point you know yeah like like with clerks 2 you know that movie was about gen xers hitting middle age mm-hmm. that's what it was about you yeah. know um you know getting married you know just or settling down maybe not quite going oh i'm still working a stupid job and i'm hitting 40 you know that's that's what that movie was about. This one seems to be about Gen Xers dying, but looking mm-hmm. back wistfully as they keel over from a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just. It and can we also of... say something? Mm. Randall's way too in shape to have a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. So and... is Dante, really. But I mean, yeah. he's not that overweight. I mean, Dante looks so stressed out all the time. I buy him having a heart attack. Randall. <laughs> doesn't seem like he cares about anything so yeah what were you saying hunter you were you're in the middle of something oh um i don't i don't know i was just saying that uh you know dante looks so stressed out all the time so i could buy him having a heart attack but yeah randall was uh he doesn't seem like he cares like you know just 
it was kind of strange to have him kill over, but whatever. That's the movie, you know. That um, is a really bad premise to have to say, I want to shoot a film here. Why couldn't they just say, man, all the funny shit that's going on in the 30 years I've been working here, why don't we just make a movie about it and document it? Because that's what Smith did. He didn't have a fucking heart attack before he made Clerks. Nope. No. He was just no, he documenting the things that were going on. So, so he like, again, yeah. Kevin has a new experience, but he didn't have any new ideas for movies, really. Ish. But once you throw um, the heart attack in it, you're just, you're playing on another, you know, playing field. There's nothing. Well, I mean, to, I, there's uh, a, there's a, there's a problem with comedies on a whole going on right now. Like, um, I don't know if any of you guys saw the new Thor movie. Um, because the Thor movies are now comedies. Yeah, but, they, Marvel movies in general feel like comedies. Yeah. But Thor, Thor, the new Thor movie revolves is a movie that revolves around cancer. And I don't know, I don't know about you guys. I've I've had cancer, so mm. it's like I don't think it's like ha ha ha, you know, kind of funny. <laughs> you know, no one's like you know making cancer comedies and then working. No one's like, oh my god, I just slipped on the chemo bag and. Oh yeah. boy! You know, yeah. there's not, you know, there's, there's there's no really way to make cancer funny, you know, yeah. and and the whole thing about like um, that movie is it's revolving around uh, Natalie Portman's character having cancer, um, and then she gets a hold of Milnir, which simultaneously uh, makes her strong and sucks her life out of her at the same time. I don't know how that works. It just seemed like a convenient plot thing, you know, to get to one place to another. Um, but it's like, it's, it's like you can't really have fun <clears throat> if you're dealing with cancer. It's just like this whole movie's about, like, you know, fucking heart attacks. And it's like, yeah. where's, where, where's the fun? You can't really do this. No one, no one yeah. knows how to be funny anymore. It's, well, and it's because everybody's scared of, uh, you know, everybody's scared of offending people. Yeah, I know. You know, if you I mean, put, I, if if you put out like clerks today, I'm sure it would piss people off. You if know? you put out clerks two today, it will piss people off. Yeah, there are n there are n bombs in that movie. N well, bombs in clerks. And the whole too. like bit with with Randall trying to take it back. You know. Yep. <laughs> like, you know? Yep. Yeah. Um, I forgot about that just, scene. I'm cracking my ass up laughing watching, and I'm going, this yeah. would never play, this would never be released today. No, you couldn't do that today. And uh, Clerks, you know, I, I, but I remember thinking, watching Clerks 3, I was like, I'm just kind of miserable watching this because I'm, it's just making me think about death. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember, I think I had a similar experience when I watched when I was a kid and Jack with Robin Williams came out, the Coppola film. And I remember I was like being a kid going, Oh, I'm about to go see Robin Williams in a movie. He's an overgrown kid. It's going to be funny. And then the whole movie is about how he's going to die mm. young, you know? And I remember going, yeah. Ah, bit like sidekicks, right? Sidekicks. <laughs> <laughs> the ending of like, sidekicks. Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, I I just remember I was watching this and I remember distinctly I was not laughing and I was thinking about heart attacks and death. You know, it just it's a subject that doesn't isn't conducive to um laughter. And if you here's the thing, if you can pull that off, 
that's really awesome. Like if you can do that, that is a tough thing to do. And if you can make something funny like that, brilliant, you're a genius. But you know, when, but when my mind is on heart attacks and health and, Oh, and, uh, Kevin Smith's not, not he's not, um, he's not able to make funny, or something light right. out of a very heavy subject. He's, he doesn't like have the talent a, for it. I could see a group like Monty Python pulling that off. Oh, you of know, course. Yeah. Or something like that. They were, they were the great at taking like horrifying situations. And you, you, know who I, you know who I could see pulling that off? Mm. Him. You, Garrow. I could see you pulling <laughs> something. Yeah. I really could. Who knows? Someone give me money and we'll see. <laughs> yeah, you know? well, he made a guy have these balls cut off funny <laughs> didn't, didn't Seth Rogen and jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt didn't they do a cancer movie 50 yeah it wasn't good it wasn't yeah. good nobody yeah. was I remember no yeah, I remember nobody was saying to watch that yeah no one it, 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 it's not even in the conversation and it, it was never in the conversation to be honest you know it kind of it was actually one of his lower grossing films around that time when it came out mm. what did we think of Rosario Dawson and the spirit of her in the grave. I'm surprised that Kevin didn't make her a force ghost. Just really surprised because mm-hmm. he's so into Star Wars. I was expecting her to have that glow. Mm. Yeah, that know, is and, weird that he yeah. didn't do that. Yep. Probably couldn't get the rights, I dare say. <laughs> but yeah, it was just like, I guess, because, and that's the other thing. Like, you're making a comedy and you started out with, oh, um, the guy's. Uh, girlfriend wife and and child are are dead the one that they were so happy about in the last movie it's kind of like alien three where you're like oh i'm so happy i'm gonna see a movie with newt and hicks in it and then immediately dead mm-hmm. <laughs> at the beginning of alien you 3. get the rug like, pulled out from under you yeah and it's the same thing here it's like it's like this movie seems to be just like wanting to shit on dante as much as humanly possible you know like he doesn't even like get like two girls fighting over him like in part one and part mm. two i mean yeah. come on dante's a fucking stud you know and in this movie he's just kind of a fucking loser you know yeah. i don't know and, and, and it's like he, he I, it's his end is just it's just kind of pathetic in this movie yeah it's terrible it's awful it's unearned is what it is and then randall is at the end again spoilers we've already done it anyway at the end he's saying to that elias guy elias guy well, Dante's gone. You can have his spot. Now, I thought, what payoff is this? This is a friend of yours of 30 years. And you, you're acting, yeah, you're upset at the funeral. But now you're acting as if nothing happened. And, oh, well, he's gone. Just another employee who's been here for three decades. Doesn't matter. It just, it was just a poor. And don't get me on the very, very end where the camera pulls back. And we've got this, the milk scene recreated from the first one, but it's his with fucking his daughter. daughter with yeah. vegan milk. I thought, fuck off. Are you serious? <laughs> he couldn't help himself. He just couldn't help himself. Yeah, it, 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 everything about this movie was just soul crushing, you know? And it sucks. And it sucks. Can I tell you something that you guys don't know? Okay. I saw this in the theater, okay? And it was running as like, because I guess Fathom Events was running all the, the screenings of it. And they did a shit ton of it. They kind of almost ran it like a regular movie. Do you know how much it cost to see this movie? 16 bucks. Ticket? $19. Oh, 
Fuck. 19 fucking dollars for That's ticket. That's about I 32 Australian, but fuck that. Yeah. Boy. And here's the thing. I don't worry. I didn't pay $19 to see it in the theater. It wasn't on the, you couldn't use it on the, the subscription service for AMC's A-list, but right. I just bought a ticket for another movie and then just walked <laughs> into the first theater. <laughs> so I, I just paid whatever my subscription price was. You know, oh, it was, man, it's funny. Because there was no way I was paying 19 fucking dollars. If I paid $19 and saw that, I would have been fucking pissed. Quick question. You can't sit and think about it. Which one would you rather watch right now tonight? Clerks 3 or The Monsters? Monsters. Monsters. I, okay. I said it before you even said it. Yeah. That's how quick I was. Yeah. I'd rather watch The Monsters. At least there was like a lot. The last third of The Monsters is actually kind of fun. Yeah. It was. You know, you know, here it's just like literally it's, it's just Kevin Smith shitting on all clerks fans is what it is clerks three dragged you down so emotionally so far for so long that to get yourself out of that hole if you will for lack of a better term to start laughing it was a it was a big climb but he was asking you to do and by the time you even got to some sort of you know mild laughs it was over it was done yeah i mean it is it is like Here's the thing. I, I, when Clerks 2 came out, I was super fucking excited for it. Super excited for it. Couldn't wait to see it. Yeah, I wanted to see it too. Yeah. Yeah. And this one, I was not excited for at all, but I was curious, curious, but not excited at all. And it's kind of like how I felt with like, uh, um, you you remember the movie Unbreakable with Bruce Willis? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Loved it. Absolutely loved that film. Wanted a sequel for a while. Then, like, M. Night Shyamalan just kept sh- making shitty movies. I'm like, I don't think I want an Unbreakable sequel anymore. Um, and then um, he the made... Window, the window of opportunity had closed. Yeah. And then Split came out, and it was halfway decent. So you're like, okay, maybe it might be good, but still, he's still not as good as he was back in his early days. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of apprehensive about, you know, Glass when it came out, and then Glass was fucking horrible. That's what Kevin Smith is like. You, you don't feel he had, I didn't feel he had the ability to make a good Clerks movie anymore. And he proved me right. So is this killing your enthusiasm, you two, for Mallrats 2? You know it's coming. Oh, yeah. Twilight of, of the Mallrats. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll probably have to do an episode on it that John won't be on, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kevin Smith and Rob Zombie are two filmmakers that have a, people will hate watch their every new movie they make, you know. Who's more despised uh, right now, Smith or Zombie? I think Zombie actually, and, you it, and he actually, and he made the better movie because you don't understand. Like um, Kevin's fans are apologists, super loyal. Yeah, super yeah. loyal apologists. Um, actually, you know what's even funny is like Kevin Smith's in Tampa tonight. Tonight oh, he's, really? he's in Tampa tonight because he's doing that road show where he's showing Clerks three and charging people like fifty bucks to see it with a Q and A with him after it. Jeez. And it's actually tonight at the Tampa Theater because I saw people that's I know his, and my friends. That's did. his business model, man. Yeah. And um, so it's kind of nice that you know while he's in town, I get we get shit on him. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, the he, he's not it, like he has such a loyal and. Um, on, on an undiscerning fan base that he can 
shit out something crappy like uh, Clerks 3. And there are people, you go on the IMDb, it's like there. there's two types of review for it. His fans are like, this is 10. It was so great. It was mm-hmm. fucking awesome. It was great. And then you get the people like me who are like, used to be a fan. This is terrible. And so it's like really like two different, like the people who will hate it or the people who like fucking love it. The ones who really love it are the, are the younger ones who are Elias and his sidekick in the movie. That's mm-hmm. who his fans are right now. His fans... I don't, I don't think Kevin has young new fans. I think his loyalists are millennials or Gen X, maybe. I don't think there's any Zoomers who are loving Kevin Smith movies. I, I just don't think his, you know, I, I think that people who like Kevin Smith got into him at a time when geek culture was niche. Mm-hmm. And he was like the Woody Allen for nerds, you know? And... um I think Zoomers have grown up in a world where that stuff has been mainstream for a long time. And I think that, um, you know, they're probably more likely to have to like, you know, early Judd Apatow movies. You know, I, I don't know. So, uh, he, he fans, you know, he's mm-hmm. just not his movies up. I, maybe slightly younger and older mm-hmm. yeah well i don't think he won any with this one he's lost some more no no this and it's not made for new fans because it's just well it's just hey remember that joke remember that joke is remember- it him trying to win back some of the old ones he's lost no, no. not at all no it's just him crawling up his own ass is what it is yeah mm-hmm. it's just he wants i think he knows that the askew universe stuff is what sells and um i think i think he's there's there's a group of people that will always watch a new askew universe movie you know and mm-hmm. Because when he does stuff like yoga hosers, it's crickets. Like, no one cares. You Red know? State. And, uh, yeah. Like, even, yeah, Red State, Tusk, you know. Like, you know, Tusk kind of has a following. But I think I think just doing the Universe stuff. But the Universe stuff, he just, it hasn't had any new ideas in a long time, you know. And, and I don't think it ever will. It won't have no. any new ideas. No. No. Um, it's, it, Kevin's lost it. He's, he's, it, like, this movie was fueled by weed uh soy and uh, <laughs> feminism that's what what fueled this movie well Fandom. i will say kevin's work took a huge dive when he started smoking weed and it took a dive i think it went i think it crashed into the mountain when basically his daughter started running his life and making like cha- making him go like because you know he does these posts about how she's his teacher and how she teaches him so much. I, I'm sorry, dude, but that's not how this is supposed that to work. You are the parent, not the, you are, not the yes, child. She, she's the Act parent. Act like a and fucking parent, when, yeah. I think when his daughter became his, his mom, I think that's I think that is where it was over. Like, And that done. daughter at the end, winking at the silent 
kid, you know, the one who doesn't speak that's with Elias. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck well, does that at boyfriend. a funeral, man? That's I know it boyfriend. is, yeah, yeah. But yeah. who does that at a funeral? I mean, why would you leave it in the fucking movie? That's that's a Kevin Smith thing, you know. Yeah. yeah but but you know. yeah, if you want to make the if you want to make this film, Kevin Smith, make it and don't show it to nobody but your friends. See, I actually think I actually think this movie is a cry for help, um, <laughs> because I think Dante represents like you know having a wife having a kid and i think he doesn't like his wife i don't think he likes his kid so in the movie he has them dead and then he is as miserable but he can't but he acts like he's not but he's miserable so he decides to kill himself by killing dante in the movie do you think he's miserable in real life oh i i don't know how he can't be not be miserable Hmm. Boy, he's got a good way of hiding it. Yeah, but I'm telling you, I mean, if you had, like, I mean, come on, you're being cucked by your wife all the time, Hmm. you know? I mean, if you imagine being married, okay, your wife, either one of your wives says to you, okay, let's have some sex. Let me just turn on the TV and put in uh, uh, husky men uh, with tight holes. Let me put that on the TV, um, you know, and uh, and then we'll, we'll do it. I mean, how would you feel? It wouldn't be happening. I would. Yeah. I'd would be, be switching the I TV would, off and saying, "I'm out. I'm gonna fuck yeah, off elsewhere." No, it's just I. I. I yeah. I have to remove myself from this situation. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Take yourself you, down and, to the gay area. There'll be men who can do stuff in front of you if you want to see that. But I'm not going to be. Uh, and let's also things. face it. Kevin married a journalist. Okay. Uh, the worst person you can marry, a journalist. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, as left as you, because journalists, she was writing for like USA Today. Those oh, people the are worst. The, as the, the left, most leftist you can get. He is, pro- and this is a guy who, um, you know, is from Jersey, you know, probably liked to say the N-word a lot, you know, when he was growing up, you know. He was, you know, listening to Stern and all this other shit. He is not the, Ke- that's not who, Kevin now is not who Kevin was. He is probably miserable. Although I did yes. like him dissing, I did like him dissing Howard Stern in the movie because I just felt like the Japanese dude in Godzilla let them fight. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, oh, no, is did there you, anything else? Did you guys like um, Randall doing his George Floyd impression in the movie? No. Didn't notice yeah, because he was after his uh, after his uh, operation. The doctor says he's high on fentanyl. Remember? Oh wow! No, I had no idea. I missed yeah. that one. Yeah, that was yeah. him doing his George Floyd impression. Yeah, of course you picked it up, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, I always pick that stuff up. <laughs> the the hell you say, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, look was at my name anything... this week. <laughs> I, I know I saw it before. <laughs> Is there anything else we need to cover on this one? Um, I don't know. Let me look at my notes. Uh, let me see. Um, blah, blah, blah. It was long. It, it ran just right. An hour and 40. That was plenty. It could have used the loot loose like 15 more minutes. True. Yeah. You know, that's and what also, I think about clerks too. clerks too really need to fan edit or an edit mm-hmm. by somebody to tighten it up. There's that long midsection that just goes on and on and on. I just think 
Okay, I have mm-hmm. one other note. Um, mm-hmm. Is that uh, um, that Kevin is like another uh, Jersey guy who once he got in shape uh, wasn't funny anymore. Uh, he's like uh, Joe Piscopo. Yeah, yeah, that, that's funny. Yeah, he, he is like Joe Piscopo. So but anyway, yeah. my question from earlier on was, I might have asked it, what was better, Clerks 3 or Jane Silent Bob? I think I asked that. I can't remember. Yeah, I liked I. Hunter thought uh, this was better. Um, I think no. at least I laughed a few times in Jay and Silent Bob mm. uh, reboot. I'll have to watch. I, I'm, I'm not watching it again. What am I saying? I just remember <laughs> thinking. Um, I mean, they're both horrible movies. Uh, I just, I just remember walking away from Jay and Bob, going, "This is this is this would not exist if Kevin wasn't trying to meme a career for his daughter." Okay. Here's another question for Hunter. Does this sit on the shelf when it comes out on home video? No. No. Well, you bought the monsters in a hurry, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, but I liked the monsters. <laughs> ah, but you well, didn't know what it was like, though, because you just bought it. So you bought, you bought it on a whim, the monsters. Yeah, I did. So there you go. So you didn't know if you were going to like it or not. I didn't, no. I, was, I, I knew it would be a funny bit on the show that I bought it. So you know, mm-hmm. even if I hated it, it would be funny. No, yeah. 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 So you're actually happy that we did this so early and, and that the Blu-ray wasn't out so you didn't have to do that joke and be stuck with a Clark 3 Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. 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 The months yeah. I think yeah. he I think he's still recovering from the monsters one. He's he's still taking some shots over that. <laughs> yeah. But All I'm right. telling you, this is a way I'm not, I'm not way better, but this is a better movie than the, the monsters is a better movie than 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 clerks three right no content no content gary which yeah. one did you watch first in theaters was it th- three or the monsters the i think i watched clerks in the theater and then i came home and watched the monsters okay okay yeah and i i tell you i walked out of i walked out of the theater angry i was like this is not what i i i wanted to see this isn't i wanted to see a comedy i wanted to laugh but- but you, you were know? nineteen bucks richer for it though, because you didn't pay. I for know, because I didn't pay for it. No way I was paying nineteen dollars to see this fucking. Now movie. then, no fucking way. then you could be angry if you had to pay that nineteen dollars, then watched mm-hmm. it and walked out and said, "Fuck!" Like my sons, um, my sixteen-year-old was pestering me to go watch Halloween Ends. I said, mm-hmm. "Let's look around on the old uh, R, you know, and see if it's available there." And sure mm-hmm. enough, it was that night. And he watched it with one of my other sons. And I walked in to the theater room and I watched it. And I said, what's it like? And they both go, in unison, this sucks. It's a piece of shit. What, they, didn't, they didn't like Corey? They, didn't... they hated it. They what, absolutely they, hated it. They didn't like, Cor- they didn't like uh, Corey like, looking into Michael's eyes. and. I don't know. I, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I, I plan but to wasn't, watch. Wait, wasn't that like Michael Myers like connecting with Corey though, I thought? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is weird. Like I didn't this know he had Friday that. This is the Friday part five of the series. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Has he got the uh, fat guy with the chocolate bar at all? Oh, I wish that. Would uh, be if only. Yeah. yeah. I wish this and... movie. I wish Halloween Ends had leaned into the comedy because you can tell it wants to be one so bad. Does it? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, there's there's a roving g- gang. You know how like movies will have like movies from the eighties there'll be a gang of jocks that like roams around and like drinks beer and beats up people, you know, like the hillbilly gang in part four of Halloween, right? Yeah. Like 
in this one, it's a gang of band kids. <laughs> Man, my enough to watch this. It's like schlubby and weird, and they're like they terrorize the main character, and it's just like it's just. I was going, these are band kids. Like, what's going? It just it just was. It it was at first I was confused, and then I went, this is a joke. This is funny. <laughs> okay, Garrow, have you seen Halloween uh, Ends? Yeah, I saw it this week. Um, right. What is worse? Is... Hang on real quick. What is worse? Halloween Ends or Halloween Resurrection? Jesus. Um, I actually... Because there are ideas in Halloween Ends that I thought were good if it wasn't mm -hmm. a Halloween movie. Right. Um, yeah. the, the problem is Halloween Ends is trying desperately not to be a Halloween movie and forgets about being a Halloween movie for almost its entire running time. Um, and I, so I guess I have to say, as a Halloween movie, Halloween Resurrection is a more successful Halloween movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair. Halloween Resurrection is more successful, but there were, scene, there were parts of Halloween Ends that I really liked. Um, okay. If it wasn't a Halloween movie... It, I don't think people would have a problem with it. Right. The problem is, yeah, I, I it agree. is a Halloween movie. It's 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 okay because you you know how like people have this idea. Oh, we're gonna make three Halloween movies. Oh, it's gonna be great. So they go and they do the first one, which is kind of easy to kind of get out. Then they're like, okay, what do we do for the second one? Oh, we're gonna go bigger. We're gonna go bigger with the second one. Okay. And then the third one, they're like, okay, what do we do now? We went bigger. We can't really go fucking bigger again. So it's like, huh, what do we do? I mean, we can't rehash what we this, did with the first. This movie. is the only. This is the second time that this has happened where they've rushed out a Halloween film a year after the other one. The other one was four in '88, five in '89, and five is an absolute giant turd. Mm -hmm. You know, people have this sort of retroactive love going. Oh man, it's a great Halloween film. You idiot! It is not. It's oh, I remember freaking terrible. I remember eight back back when halloween 5 was considered a bad movie and now people talk about it like it's one of the classics and it's I'm crap like, i will yeah, never it's, it's, not good it's crap and they've done it this time around with 2021's kills to 22's ends and again it's a piece of shit obviously they cannot crank out halloween films the following year and make good ones they did it with friday the 13th as not great as those films are they they're, can still crank out a, a Friday theme and well, make it enjoyable. Not trying to reinvent anything. And Halloween Ends, I will say, is better than Halloween Kills, which I thought was a giant POS. Yeah, I didn't like Halloween Kills. I did oh, okay. not enjoy a single yeah. moment in that film. It, oh. it was everything about Halloween Kills was stupid. Yeah, it was just yeah. a really dumb movie. At least um, I give Halloween Ends credit for trying something new, not being successful, but at least it tries yeah. something new and different. And, mm -hmm. But whereas Halloween Kills is just like really fucking stupid. Halloween ends just unsuccessful concept, but you know, thanks for playing. And it's not and even yeah. going to be the end. You know, there's more coming. There's yeah, more coming. All right, but let's let's rate Clerks three. Yes. All right. Okay. Hunter. I'll give it a two. All right, that's low for you. Oh, Garrow. I give Clerks the original a nine. I give Clerks two, a cl Clerks two, Clerks one to nine. Clerks two, I give a six. Mm -hmm. Clerks three, I'm with Hunter. It's a two. Okay. 
Well, if we're going to rank all the Clerks films, I'm giving the first one a 10. I think it's just so much fun and still holds up nearly 30 years for what it is. Uh, two, I cannot rate. It has been the 15 years since I last saw it. I've seen it once. I just, I couldn't stomach watching it again. You should try watching it again. Just I almost, Garrett, I almost did, but I didn't finish watching this last night till just after wow. midnight. I just mm-hmm. ran out of time. But, um, and today I was watching old WWF wrestling videos and I couldn't be fuck watching Clerks 2. Um, Clerks 3, I only give it a three and a half. Probably a bit more generous. And that's because it only managed to dig itself out of the hole a little bit of that really depressing, soul-crushing first really 45, 50 minutes. Once they start making the movie, yes, I'm laughing at old Clerks jokes. And recreation of clerk scenes. Did anybody find it odd that when they ran, uh, Dante was watching the movie, they were thirty years younger? Because you see, you seen the original movie. Well, he's yeah, trying it's... to elicit feelings. Yeah, that's what he's trying to do. To, it was just to get a, a. It was just trying to get feels from the audience. That's all. Yeah, it's not trying to be realistic. Honest. You know, it would have been good. Honest. You know, it would have been good. Hmm. I've just thought about it now. And it's a stretch, but then so was this one. What if all that time that they were in the convenience store, Randall had set up a secret ca- secret camera and was filming everything and compiled a movie? Be better than what they put it put out yeah. <laughs> for Clerks. And then that would justify them. Okay, you got to come up with the, the 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 reason why and the money for it, obviously. But you've got all the tape. But you could then justify them looking 30 years younger when you watch it and they could have seen i don't i don't, I don't care about that i it's that's you know it's just it's one of those things where they're trying to... yeah i understand it but also it'll it'll just make more sense that's all yeah so um, how about well, we guys, you know what we should do gotta run you gotta run um, what, what yeah, about I do in future we rec- recreate an old mmc episode from about 10 years ago <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. All right. I, I got one quick thing I want to promote. Right. Uh, me and Hunter actually have our own podcast we're doing. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, yeah, um, let me ask you something, too. You mm. like music podcasts? Yeah, sure. Well, Hunter and I have a podcast. It's called I Used to Love Rap at 14, where we're going to review all Kevin Spacey movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is your first guest yeah. going to be Anthony Rap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. the jury's out on that one. All right, we got to run. Um, thank you, Garrow, for the last five weeks or so. Um, I copped a ton of shit over censoring you. I won't be doing it this one. So I don't think I go. said anything that bad this time. You're okay. All right. All right, until <laughs> next time. Adios. See you later. And now it's time for Rue Britannia with your foreign correspondent, the Nez. will surprise nobody ever knows who you think that Meghan Markle didn't pay for her prize from GQ magazine, 
The Labour Party conference was held with the usual conviviality of a gathering of fat bastards in a telephone box. Not least on the afternoon of the party leader's speech, one of his party's MPs had to be suspended for making racist remarks about the Chancellor, which is to say, a Muslim immigrant community MP racially attacking a black immigrant community MP. Diversity is our strength. Anyway, repeat offender Ruba Hawk is now in suspension pending party inquiry and has subsequently had the whip removed. Not bad for a repeat offender. If anything, not so much a case of multiculturalism, but more of a case of multi-lobism. Meanwhile, controversial Labour MP Rose Daffield, who missed last year's conference for suggesting that transgenders don't actually exist, she ended up getting sent to the witch trials, vowed along this year with other female Labour MPs to formally resign the whip and resign the party once and for all if Labour goes ahead with its plan, but Eddie Izzard on an all-female shortlist for an upcoming constituency vacancy in Sheffield. This ahead of the next general election in two years' time. Eddie Izzard may not necessarily be a girl's best friend these days, but I do suspect that Revlon actually do think the world of him. Same time next year for Labour. Meanwhile, in Birmingham, the Tory party conference had a couple of slam dunks when it came to a faux pas, not least given her Liz Trust gave her keynote speech, whilst being fatally crippled by her clam down on the proposed 45 pence tax decrease. A Tory MP was harassed by a leftist protester outside the conference before smashing his phone up. A senior government minister was suspended after allegations of late-night groping in a gay nightclub in Birmingham. And there was a data breach. In the words of Gene Simmons, Change your passwords. Court circular, and the High Court sent the Labour Party and every university activist in England into a state of apoplectic fury this week by effectively ruling that statute toppling was indeed illegal. Following the BLM frenzy two years ago, which resulted in statues being targeted and then toppled, the High Court ruled that the four Marxists who were charged and strangely acquitted of toppling the statue of Edward Colton in Bristol didn't really have the human right to effectively topple the statue in the first place, back in 2020. Though the Marxists were acquitted, the matter went to appeal and the verdict was formally upheld. Although, on the other hand, it was also basically held that, frankly, really it's not a human right to do so in the first place. Which therefore means that the free for the woke CRGT, which is nice. Further notes in passing, the Warrior Queen opens in the UK and bombs quickly. Bros is up next. The government tries to relate fears that there could be power shortages for Christmas given the Ukrainian war. Indeed, all I want for Christmas is a £200 power generator from Amazon. And the Princess of Wales, Kate Milton, gets insulted by an IRA support when a walkabout in Belfast. And as usual, she wore it well and carried on makes a change from IRA terrorist and actor Stephen Ray shitting into an electric kettle in public. Finally, it's been announced that the Eurovision Song Contest designated for next May is to be held not in Ukraine but Liverpool instead. I look forward to Russian tanks on the streets of Anfield by Easter. Pax. Thank you for listening to the Midnight Movie Cowboys. For more information, go to www.midnightmoviecowboys.com. For feedback, comments, or show suggestions, go to midnightmoviecowboys at gmail.com. Like what you hear? 
head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Hear us on Stitcher Radio. Head over to stitcher.com and download the app. Want to help the show out? Head on over to www.midnightmoviecowboys.com and hit the PayPal donate. We appreciate all donations of any denomination. Find us on Twitter at MMCowboys. Like us on Facebook. Head over to facebook.com. Type in Midnight Movie Cowboys. Hit the like button over there. Want to friend us personally on Facebook or follow us on Twitter? Go to www.midnightmoviecowboys.com and find the links from there on the right-hand side. Thanks for listening. See you all next week.